Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey there, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. From groceries to gadgets, the home delivery of goods is depositing cardboard boxes on doorsteps across America, and we've collectively fallen in love with the convenience of it all. But what about the consequences of all that packing material? The number of e-commerce transactions increased by more than 15% in 2016, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, and the e-commerce industry has doubled in the last five years to be worth $350 billion annually. It's a trend that predicts deliveries from online purchases will continue to rise, and, at least for now, you'd think this probably means the use of more cardboard. But the amount of cardboard shipped by U.S. companies has actually decreased since 1995, according to the Fiber Box Association, or FBA, which is the trade group for the cardboard industry, or the corrugated knockdown box material 
industry if you want to get fancy. FBA member businesses are responsible for 95% of wholesale industrial shipments of new or recycled cardboard made in the United States. It's important to note that imported cardboard comprises only about 3% of the cardboard used in the U.S. How can cardboard production possibly be decreasing in the midst of this e-commerce shipping boom? Manufacturers, including e-commerce retailers, are reducing packaging in an effort to reduce costs. Some forego cardboard for shrink wrap, like bottled water bound by plastic film instead of cardboard. When cardboard is used, fewer shippers are using the Russian doll method of product transit, in which a series of smaller boxes are inside of a larger box. And because more items are being shipped directly to consumers, fewer items are being boxed and shipped to retail stores inside of larger boxes, which may help explain the FBA's stance that cardboard consumption is down, or at least holding steady, as e-commerce is up. The steady and potentially increasing use of cardboard is a boon for the cardboard manufacturing industry, but leaves many of us grappling with the long-term effects of an increasingly e-commerce-driven economy. FBA President Dennis Coley told the New York Times in 2016 that the use of e-commerce boxes was growing faster than most other market segments in the paper industry. This translates into more than 35 million tons, that's about 32 million metric tons, of container board produced in the U.S. each year. And while some boxes are reused by the recipients, others are destined for the waste bin. But wait, don't the majority of boxes get recycled? Well, yes, but of the cardboard that is discarded each year, 10% ends up discarded in the trash, and experts predict that number may continue to grow because cardboard recycling has hit a plateau. For nearly three decades, the percentage of boxes that Americans recycle has increased. For example, in 1993, only about 55% of cardboard in the U.S. made its way into the recycling bin. By 2011, that number had risen to 91%, but by 2013, it had fallen to 89%, a rate that held steady in 2014, and, as the Pew Research Center reports, has continued to remain flat. This means that more than 10% of consumer cardboard is thrown away each year in the United States, to the tune of about 350,000 tons, which is about 318,000 metric tons, of boxes in landfills. Making cardboard products with recycled materials uses less energy and creates fewer greenhouse gas emissions. According to the EPA, in 2014, the most recent year for which data is available, 89 million tons, or about 81 million metric tons, of materials from cardboard to plastics were recycled or composted. Doing so reduced greenhouse gas emissions in a move equivalent to eliminating the annual emissions of 38 million passenger cars. Unfortunately, cardboard can't be recycled indefinitely. Every time it's remade, the fibers get shorter. After five to seven recycling loops, the fibers become too short to bond together into cardboard. By adding new pulp during the recycling process, any remaining usable fibers can still be incorporated into a new product, paper, for instance. In this way, a portion of every cardboard box lives on. Even so, some experts say recycling alone won't be enough to keep considerable amounts of cardboard out of the waste stream, and ultimately, U.S. landfills. And with an economy increasingly fueled by the immediacy of home delivery, we may have some difficult decisions to make about consumerism. Then again, a 2012 study compared the environmental impact of individual consumers who make eco-friendly choices with those of consumers who don't, and found no meaningful difference between the two. Recycling cardboard still requires resources, but markedly fewer than making new cardboard. It takes 25% less energy to make recycled cardboard than it does to create new. Today's episode was written by Lori L. Dove and produced by Tristan McNeil. For more on this and lots of other environmental topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. I'm 
Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 